Welcome back to the 213 Show. On this week's episode, as promised, we talk sex education. I give you some pointers on what to do, what not to do, things to try, things not to try during the first time, and a little bit more. Then I dive into some music, give you my weekly plug as usual, give you some old plugs that I feel like you should really listen to, and I try to keep it local this week just to keep it interesting. And I feel like there's a lot of local talent that I really want you guys to listen to. So stay tuned for that. Then I round it off by talking about Lil Wayne and the project that he's decided to finally drop on all of the music platforms. And it's got a lot of people excited. So stay tuned, listen in, and enjoy this week's episode of the 213 Show. Episode 4. Episode 4. Of the 213 show. Episode 4. Of which show? The 213 show, babe. That's where we at. Episode 4. Week 4. What I tell you guys about repetition last week. It just makes everything sound better. I probably said episode 4 like 4 times. Oh shit. Episode 4. 4 times. 4 times 4. It. 4. It. 16. Okay, that doesn't work. I got us a bit But we progress and we still graduate as LLB graduates. Uh, uh, law degrees are just chilling. You know, it's actually crazy. I really don't know where my degree is, yes. But it doesn't matter. Like, Oksana, you can't. I did, I did my time. You know, got the stripes, got the belt. The corner. I'm here. Whatever you need, can't booze, can't can't test it. What you told me, man, I'm in this and this predicament. I don't know if you'd be able to help me with your expertise. To have the expertise, got to go on a paper. You know, once once you create, you bring them to create You put my expertise, Lando. You don't just walk into varsity and walk out with a degree with no level of knowledge. Do you see what I'm saying? But yeah. That's not today's topic. This is episode four in week four. And I'm still happy to be here. My confidence on Slade level now. My confidence on Slade level. That's where we at. If you know Slade, I really hope you know Slade. Shout out my nigga Slade. The boy Slade. DJ. Handsome ass nigga. Loved by many. Hated by few, if any. Loved by many Hated by few If any I'm basically a rapper at this point Basically But yeah If you guys don't know Slade Posted a video Of himself dancing It was actually someone else Who posted the video Of him dancing With Uncle Vuzi And they were jamming And the babies were like Hold on Hold on This nigga a little bit handsome he a little bit handsome. And it's just been flying up since. I'm just here to tell you guys. Don't give me that level of attention. I don't need that shit. Mm-mm. I'm the last person you want to give all that hype to. Listen to me carefully. I am damn near 1.9. If not taller than 1.9 meters tall. I am dark. Handsome ass man. You know. The, the typical threesome, tall, dark, handsome. That's your boy. Educated. Got a podcast. Got a good following on social media. Life of the party. That's me. Got some drip, nice kicks. You know? Some G-star golfers. I am here. Yet, I still say, I don't need that level of attention. Because me, I no longer Me, I like things too much. There are certain people, certain individuals that I have on my timeline that I, I cannot have them saying, if you're hungry, you can eat me. I have no issue with following up on that statement. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, ha ha, stop playing me you playing for playing with the wrong individual i'm gonna tell you that let's work that job number two and i think guys i'm gonna target two weeks you guys would see me after three and a half weeks 
Right? Whether how you been. Okondi Zula, Okondi Feber. Non-stop. Imagine. What are you doing giving me that much attention? And it ain't just, you know, like one or two people. I still see new people saying, What's up, Slade? Give me some attention. He a God, man. He a God. He a God because of how calm he is. I just wanted to spend some time on that. I don't think girls and guys don't really understand this, but the difference between girls and guys when it comes to attention is as Amachi that we're not used to, you know, a constant level of that. Yes, I have people who say, hey, to me, I like you. And I'm like, bet, cool. You know, you can have a few of that, you know. You need it, actually. But the thing is with women, one thing they get a lot, they get DMs on DMs. They get attention at the club that, yo, look at her, like she's gorgeous, you know. They, they, get, they get asked out all the time. So they, they get used to that, you know, the, ah, come I'm fine. Now me as do me. I'm not the me. I, you think I'm just going to be cool with you suddenly giving me all the attention in the world when I've lived a quarter century on this planet with a good amount of attention? Now all of a sudden, I'm, I'm trending for being handsome. Damn it, let me trend for anything else. Being handsome. Oh, come on. Oh, it could never be me. But yeah, guys, welcome back. Now, in this week's episode, we'll be talking some sex ed, as I promised last week. We'll be chatting some sex ed. I feel like it was a nice start last week. You guys enjoyed it. I love that. I love that. For me, I'm a firm believer in having an open conversation about sex because too many people don't want to say they don't know things. And it's especially with the gents. Guys, it's okay to ask these questions. There are people who've done things you've never done. There are people that have probably done things in a better way. Maybe you think you're doing it right, but you're not. And I mean, at the age we're in, Yes, there are a lot of women who will actually tell you about you are up. That's not how you do it. Or they will adjust your hand or your body if need be. If you really, if you need to adjust your body, your boy. Damn, something's wrong. But anyway, if you're not having a situation like that, you're most likely going to have to ask around. You have friends. You have, you know, older, let's say maybe you got an uncle. Maybe you've got girlfriends that you can talk to, they can help. I mean, they also having a little bit of coitus every now and then, so they know what they like. So have these conversations. I fully push it, you know? It might sound like I'm joking sometimes, but trust me, you're not going to get anywhere by just trying to arrive at a place, take off your clothes, put your dick inside someone until you come and think that you did a good job. You need to understand there's way more to it. And then after that, we'll talk some music like we always do. So stick around. We're going to have this conversation. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to stick through it without acting a fool or getting carried away by annoyance at the fact that I've heard this too many times. Because I have a lot of girlfriends and I ask these questions, as I said, and some of the general consensus of things that niggas just aren't figuring out is concerning. It's concerning. But stick around. We'll talk about it just now. Now, it's going to sound like I'm starting at the end. But this is a big problem. And I mentioned it last week. And I just want to elaborate on it. Aksama Auti. When you come too soon, what's your plan? What's your plan, bro? What's your plan, B? You see how quiet your mind is right now? That's the problem. Why don't you have a plan? You're vegetarian and a plan. 
Maak een plan met broer man. Don't be that bra. Don't be that bra. Asses. You guys don't get it. I said this last week. And when I went through the Twitter comments on some of those tweets last week, it was the exact same issue. Girls understand. Sometimes a nigga nuts too early. It's your recovery that embarrasses you. It's your recovery that makes you a story time on YouTube. It's about what you do. First of all, Cat Williams said this years ago. But I have to repeat it. If you feel that you're about to nut, pause. Pause. Do you understand the excitement sometimes that happens when you finally put it in? Nine, ten strokes in, her boys are alive. They're ready to reproduce. They're right there. Pause, nigga. Like, pause. You, especially if you're the one that's on top. What do you, thing is, what do you stand to lose? Take a pause. Breathe. Kiss it two, two, three times and start again. Rather do that than let it happen. Do not let that shit happen. Pause, my nigga. And ladies, if you feel that he's pausing, understand that Yamil and he is 5'2 letting go. So let that nigga pause. Rather that than if he persists. Now, gents, the issue, the bigger issue behind this is actually, more often than not, especially if you have an opportunity to do foreplay, make the most out of it. Do you understand the beauty of actually finally putting it in and she's already on nut two? When she's already on a second orgasm, my bro, bust my brain, bro. Actually, bust my brain. I was like, wait, what? Oh, this is nice. Because you know why? By the time you introduce the dick, she's already on nut two. She's already like, you know what? I'm in a good place here. You literally, you, you, you've done, basically, you've dressed well for the interview. And you've looked at the receptionist in the eye when you were greeting. You smiled. You smelled good. You sat there waiting. You were an hour early. You got into the interview room, shook everyone's hand, looked them in the eye, and asked everyone how they're doing, what their names are. By the way, that is an actual tip for interviews. Everything I just said. If you have an interview, make sure you're at least 30 minutes early. Always rather be 30 minutes early than 30 minutes late from interview. You never know what traffic has to bring or what life has to bring. Be early. Look good. You don't have to shine. Wear normal colors and smell great. The receptionist is the most important person that you'll meet there because they're the first person that you interact with. How you treat that person is already a start of how things go. Smile. Greet the person. That's a fucking human being. Greet that person. Ask them how they're doing. Tell them what you're here for. That you're for an interview. And that you're excited to be there. Don't try and open a whole conversation. But if they have a convo with you, answer happily. Talk to that person as if you could go home after just having a conversation with that receptionist. Then right after that, go sit your ass down. Sit properly. Sit up. Look aware. But also don't look like you're tired of being there. Nice, clean look on your face. Anyone who walks in, greet. Hi, how are you? Whether they answer or not, it's fine. Hi, how are you doing? Well, well. If they ask you if you're okay, yes, just waiting for my interview. Promise you, it's the start of everything. Walk into the interview room. If it's one person, hi, I'm X. You are X. Great to meet you. Excited to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Sit down, sit properly, fix your water. If you have notes, if you have anything, put them in front of you. Put both hands on the table and listen. I promise you, presentations, everything. You've already done half the job. Because anyone else who walks in late, who has their ties skew, who has their skirt, no, anything that you didn't do, you've already won. 
then you blow them away with the interview. But that's today's podcast is not about perfect interviews. I haven't been to a thousand, but every interview that I've done, I've I don't think I've ever actually come out of an interview not doing well. And I've learned that. I spend more time preparing to actually fit the part of what I'm going there for. And that's another thing that's important. Fit the part. If it's something that's casual, be casual. Don't be overly formalistic for a job that requires you to be friendly and chilled. That's one mistake I made in high school already. So I learned from that. If it's a formal job, don't be too casual. Yeah. But this is not the point. The point that I'm making is once you can get there on nut two. When I say nut two, I mean she's on her second orgasm. My bro, you are doing well. You already, you've already done, I don't want to say half the job, but you're on course to do well. Now, once the actual fornication happens, as I said... If you feel that anything's about to go south, pause, start again, rewind, breathe, do whatever you got to do, except come. Now, if you've safely made it past the first scary one or two minutes, I, I, I cannot give, you know, all of the the traits because everyone has sex differently but all that matters from here on is communicate make sure she's enjoying the experience you don't you don't know whether or not someone obviously the first time you don't know whether someone or not likes their rounds in a specific way so that first time is very important for you to be attentive and i mean this on both sides be very attentive. Some like making out while, and I mean in missionary position now, obviously. Some like making out. Some like a quicker start. Some like a slower start. Some like, you know, neck kisses. Some like breast touching. Some niggas like legs around their, you know, their waist. Some niggas like some assistance with you moving. Look at each other. Take some even like staring at each other, not even staring, but like eye contact. So you've got to understand that's what the dynamics are for the first time. That's where the whole, the, the, the little difference between when you have sex with someone for the first time and they say, damn, we had so much chemistry. It stems from when somehow you guys just seem to get it. Because I always, always, always say you cannot judge someone by the first time you guys have sex. Judge them by the second time. And that's why I'm trying to reiterate the fact that the first time is all about learning. Learn each other. Learn the moves. Learn the sounds that they make. Learn what her orgasm's like. Learn what his... When, when it's time for him to come, learn what he's like. And obviously from there, you then get better and better. But that's why I'm trying to just teach and talk about the bare necessities that you cannot that you can't squander these chances you know if you don't get her to orgasm pre-sex it's not a train smash but it's something that you know a lot of other people could do so be careful you know i can't really teach you how to do that. i can teach you but i've always remained with the fact that i'm not a I forgot what they're even called now, but I'm basically not a sex therapist. I can't teach you how to do the perfect rounds, but try to find ways. There are many ways of foreplay before you actually get to sex. There's absolutely no need to rush it, but at the same time, do not overdo it. There's a difference between someone yearning for you to be inside of them and someone just being tired of you doing whatever the hell you're doing down there. So learn the difference. Be very attentive. There's a slight difference. And if you go too long, it can actually start turning the person off because it's like, dude, can you just stop what you're doing at this point? Like, are we ever going to have sex? You don't want to get there. It's not a nice feeling. I have heard a lot of these stories and I don't think anyone wants to be in this position. You know, But it's nice when you get to a point where, and that's why I said, try your best to get that. Now, it's a very important 
first orgasm because what it does also is it gives someone that excitement of okay now that i've had that orgasm i want the one that has to do with penetration now in order for me to then combine the two and hopefully have multiple more it's just it's a mentality thing once those two things happen at the same time in one round basically because i'd call that first four player and until you both come because i don't know why rounds are counted when the nigger comes i just feel as though that's i don't even want to go into the genderness of it i just don't see how it makes sense because you're not done you didn't do your job so how is it done all that happens and you came you know so yeah but that's a that's a that's another topic it's the whole other topic so as i said learn each other learn 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 don't walk into sex is not something that is a do one thing for everyone and it all works out sort of thing what your last person that you have dated or had sex with might have loved the next person that you do it with might hate and not even hating like i hate what you're doing but they just might not like it as much and now you're spending so much time doing that instead of actually figuring out what the other person wants you know so learn what what they like doing then we get to the importance of the positions so yeah zungayaz suyenza ungayaz it's very important because you're going to look foolish you're going to look foolish you don't want to fall off the side of a bed obviously for me sex is fun always sex is always fun always 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 fun which is why comfortability is everything you need to be comfortable during sex another thing i failed to mention earlier you need to be comfortable both of you need to be comfortable i understand the nervousness that might come with having sex with someone the first time but you need to be comfortable so that any mishap that happens you can laugh off but you don't want to overdo it quick easy example is okay turn over um i want to do doggy and then you spend 45 seconds to a minute trying to locate how the hell the hole went from there to like now that she's upside down, where the fuck did the hole okay i can see one but that's not the one and then when you attempt it she says wrong hole now you're just standing there like fuck okay if that's not the then what the fuck so just at least not the first time you can always try it when you guys are more comfortable and you're just like come 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 laugh it off get it over and done with but the first time just do what you what you what you're comfortable with it's all about comfortability the first time and i just think it's important for both of you to understand that when it's the first time you you're not aware of how for example how flexible she is so don't flip and break the girl's leg like be careful be subtle obviously firm but subtle you know be firm feel that you're in charge but in a subtle way where if you go a little bit too far she can you know hold back and be like whoa, whoa, whoa. my legs can't go that far back you know as i said it's not a one trick pony you can't oh one trick pony is actually the wrong analogy but it's not a situation where you can learn something once master that and think it's going to work for everyone so learn learn the the different ways of using missionary as a position missionary in itself has a million positions there are so many positions that i wish i could do a visual example of just how many positions there are in missionary do not rush to put someone against the wall to fuck them in the shower on the kitchen table doggy um i'm not going to name all of them six night but don't rush all of that stuff take your time you'll get to understanding them you know and you'll get to being comfortable with that person to a stage where you guys can say i let's do this now now on the topic of discussing things be open with things that you both want to try and this is obviously 
if you're having a long-term sexual relationship but I, I don't really i'm not gonna get into the crux of whether it has to be a relationship or not but if you're gonna have a sexual relationship with someone i always suggest that you speak and you talk this is not during sex this is after on random days where you just sit and you talk about you know your experiences and if you're not comfortable obviously with hearing what they passed then be comfortable in asking yo what is you know one of the things that you've always liked trying obviously this goes for if you're someone who is willing and open to trying things which for example i'm always stuck with the one line which i always say is whatever you're trying to do i'm trying to do so talk to me you know obviously there there are certain parameters that i will be like okay 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 pineapples pineapples but pineapples being a safe word but generally for me sex is such a it's in it in itself it's not really the most cleanly you know nice and you know clean and neat sort of activity sick nasty bro it's nasty and once you understand and grasp that a lot of things that you probably when starting to have sex you are like i can't i could never do this it's suddenly things that you're like well why not because you grow up to understand that none of this activity is actually like supposed to be all that innocent none of it's innocent in fact so for me I'm, i've always encouraged that and you'd be surprised that sometimes it's not even something hectic it's just something that someone has always wanted to try and they've just never had someone who's open enough to trying it and this also creates a very nice and comfortable experience for both of you because you find it with someone where you can even try new things with and for me especially if you're going to be in a relationship or something it's so important to have that openness to have that willingness to try new things because what's a relationship if you're not constantly reinventing if you're not constantly trying new things there comes a stage when you're having sex with someone for long enough where you know their favorite position you know pretty much how to get them to come and this is either way you know how to get them going you basically you know them in and out and the first few times of that is actually amazing because it's when you're most at sync it's when you're most both just gonna be addicted to each other's rounds because every single time is guaranteed orgasms it's guaranteed coming because you just know what to do you both know it's it, there's no it's sort of like this chemistry that now is obviously at its peak and after that you the best part is then obviously opening up to those new experiences where you're like okay i've actually never i've never had my ass eaten oh shit babe i've also never eaten ass or okay i've done it before i just didn't know that you wanted to be done or i've never eaten ass but you've gotten your ass eaten those are the kind of things you know that can really switch up some sex you know can really because then it introduces a whole new avenue or a whole new experience to your sex yo have you guys done sex toys okay let's try some sex toys some lube maybe for the gents some are willing to you know experiment with their male g-spot you know maybe getting a finger in there and for me after you get you know the initial stuff that i spoke to you about earlier once those stuff is out the way these are the things that also make you someone extremely memorable in that person's life and obviously it's not, it's not something that really matters all that much you know in the greatest scheme of things but look it's nice to know that when it comes to sexual experiences you were a great addition to someone's life you know and that's how i look at it for me 
with the women that I've actually had logical proper sex with, which is probably the last few years as an adult adult, um, I just feel as though that's all I want to take from it. I want you to be able to say that I felt really comfortable, you know, with you and there's nothing I wouldn't ask for us to try or for us to do, you know, and I just think as a person, you want to be that kind of person. And obviously it's okay if you're closed off or you're not ready to try all of those things. These are obviously just conversations I'm having if you're someone who wants to make more of their sexual experience or you just feel like there's something missing, you know. And for me, before everything, and this is a slightly different topic, which I should have actually started with, but we're here now. Know yourself. I always encourage, especially women, to know yourself because guys, more often than not, won't know you. So touch yourself. Get comfortable with touching yourself, with getting yourself to orgasm because what that does is you learn your body and you learn yourself and you learn what works best for you, which then amplifies your experience because you walk into sex knowing exactly how to make yourself come. So why would you struggle with showing someone else, you know? Whereas if you're walking into sex with the expectation that someone else is going to learn how to stimulate you, it's a risk. It can still work, but it's a risk. So that's why for me, I'm always on the on the firm side of, I encourage even with guys, bro, masturbate, do what you got to do, you know? Learn, learn your body. Just get comfortable with your body. And once you do that, you'd be amazed at how much better it makes the whole sexual experience itself. Because as I said, you then know yourself. I actually didn't realize just how long I spent talking about, you know, that sexual space until I looked at how long I've been talking for which is not really a problem. I don't mind. I feel as though that actually just scratched the surface. And I would love to get another perspective, the woman, guy, whatever. And these are the kind of topics that I'll most likely recycle when I start introducing guests because I want to see how other people think and I want to hear what the other human beings on the planet think of when it's time for something like sex because you got to understand when you first have sex with someone it's usually and I say stranger in a loose sense because you obviously spoke to that person but it's a stranger in terms of they've never been inside of you they've never seen you naked they've never been around you in an environment that's that vulnerable so you need to understand that it's a process it's a process that's why as I said earlier cannot judge someone from the first time you have sex unless they are extremely bad examples of extremely bad which i'll end on perfectly actually horrible kisser now if you're a horrible kisser yeah i know i actually i can't spend time talking how to be a better kisser stop using that much tongue what's wrong with you and don't 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 devour someone's mouth when you're kissing them there's just no need and kiss them properly don't use tongue if you don't know how to. But also don't not use tongue at all. It just feels like, I don't know, it feels weird. Um, don't rush things. So if you start making out with a girl, don't rush into even feeling her pants. She's not going to feel comfortable. It doesn't make sense. She's not turned on at all at the time. So what are you doing? What are you rushing? Unless, obviously, it's a situation where you're both hot and heated and you just want to have sex. But... I'm speaking about probably the first time you guys are having sex. So I've had quite a bit of it and I don't recall a lot of times where it was that quick of a process. Um, Not knowing the familiarity of, well, getting someone familiar with your touch. So if, for example, you're making out with someone, you cannot make out with someone with your hands in your pockets, right? So touch them, feel them. Feel them, but be gentle. Because what that does is get someone used to your touch. Before anything else, they're now used to the fact that, okay, that's how his hands feel, or that's how her hands feel. Okay, I like that feeling. I'm comfortable with that feeling. Remember, comfort is everything. 
What else? Because there's so much that goes wrong. The, don't have long pauses. So if you haven't protected sex, have, have your life ready. You know, no one's trying to sit on your bed or on her bed butt naked with you running around the room and the house looking for a condom. I'm not saying it's going to stop the experience, but it kills momentum. So just get your life in order. Um, what else? There's so much I could mention, but like I want to just stick to a shortened... Obviously what I said earlier, which is... If you're going to come, bro, just try your best not to come early. Try your utmost best not to come early. It's not... A nice feeling for you because you get nervous because you know what you did. There's no guy on this planet who doesn't know when they've come early. It's early. You can feel it that it's early. So don't and don't apologize for coming early. It's it's you know, it doesn't it happens. It happened. You're just making it more tense now by trying to spark a conversation about it so that you feel better about yourself. It doesn't work out. Just fix it. If you come early Try to do your best to either go down, do so. But if I really hope you're good at going down if you're going to do that because you basically have to distract her. So I know she knows, but your head better be good enough so that she's like, even though he came early, he actually gave me such bomb head that by the time he had recovered and pray to God your recovery speed is better or is good so that by the time you recover, it still works and it's still flowing because that's kind of where things go south. If you can't really recover well and now it's just, she's laying there looking on the other side thinking, why did I come here? You're laying there looking at her thinking, I pray she doesn't order an Uber so that I can, you know? So stuff like that. Um, As I said, don't do something that you're not used to doing. So, if you're not used to a certain position, don't start with that. Don't fumble before you begin because you're going to look foolish and now you're going to look like you've never had sex at all. Whereas you probably have, but you you just didn't think about what you're actually doing and you just tried to look cool or you try to make yourself cool. Never works out well. Um, again, don't overdo things. If it's a make-out sesh that is looking like it's going to lead to sex, then don't make out for half an hour, bro. Like, you know, see where things are going. And the same with her also. Like, look at her. Look at how she's doing. And as I said, comfort's everything. You know, comfort's everything. Communication's everything. So if you can see that things are progressing, progress with them. Don't make it to a stage where it's just awkward now you've got to be told that okay you know you can take off your jeans now you know it, 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 as i said it messes up with the flow of everything and now you've got to start again and you gotta you know and last but not least be comfortable be fun be nice be comforting Sex is not a job. It should be fun. It's fun. Sex in itself is supposed to just be a task that human beings do. But we're having it, you know, for recreational purposes, I guess, if I can call it that. So make it fun. Why are you being so serious? If something goes wrong, laugh about it. After the rounds, you can have a chat, you know. But no, make it like, okay, did you come? Don't you? Oh, my Fuck, I almost forgot that. Dude, don't you ever ask a girl if she came. Don't you ever. Because 90% of the time, the fact that you're asking that shit means that you don't know. And look, I can live with you not knowing. But don't ask. Why are you asking her if she came? Tell, ask yourself why you need that information. Because if she says no, then what? Why didn't you come? Because you couldn't do anything, nigga. It's your fault. So don't make it about her. So I think I'm just going to end on that. That's actually the perfect way to end this year conversation. Stop asking if women came. Jeepers, creepers.
Now with all that sex ed out the way, let's talk music. Now, last Friday was actually a really beautiful sort of switch up when I saw some new music drops because I saw so much support for South African artists and there's nothing I love more. I love especially new artists that I haven't heard of and suddenly, bam, there's a gang of support and I love it. I love to see it. I'd love for us to continue that road of making sure our artists get that recognition and you know you look at an apple music chart or spotify and you see whoa they're actually you know they're doing well like people are listening to their music and as an artist i know for a fact because one of my best friends is a rapper how good it feels to just know people are giving your music a listen you know i it's the same thing with me and my podcast the people that listen are the people I appreciate the most. Yes, I love and appreciate all of the retweets and the shares. But more than anything, my heart smiles because I know that there are people actually sitting there listening to my ass talk. Me. Chatter, chatter, chit, chit, talk all that smack. And I love and appreciate that so much. So to see up and coming music artists from South Africa get all this love and recognition makes me extremely happy. Now, with that being said, the first one is Joda Hosi. Oh my God. Thank you, Joda Hosi, for giving us such a beautiful song. And it's literally number two on my hot tracks, on my Apple Music when I go to my, my browser searches and I know it ended up charting last week I just can't remember now at the top of my head at number what but Joda Hosi gave us Truth Is last uh, Friday and man oh man what a song what a song and for me I feel like there's something about the singers especially that are coming out of South Africa and they paint such beautiful pictures with their music. They paint the most beautiful pictures. And I'm someone, as I'm sure most of you know who listen to this podcast, that I do playlists practically every week. And a lot of them have become very themed. So I appreciate a good story. I love myself a good story. And most of these songs will end up on one of my playlists. And there's nothing better and makes me happier they being able to put on a South African artist on a playlist of mine, knowing full well that it has nothing to do with the fact that they're South African. And purely just because it's such a good song. I've tried my best to never make my playlist about who the artist is, which is why I always say to people, if you're going to listen to my playlist, don't listen to it looking for artists that you know. Listen to it or songs that you've heard of just listen to the music the music is what should make you stick around never ever the artist that you love or the we all listen to those if i was doing that i'm really just and i don't mean this in any negative way but i'm really just the radio show and i don't ever want to be that you know i do playlists because i want people to listen to new artists and if ever i'd end up on radio which obviously i'd love to one day i want to keep that same energy where I can put on new artists and I've seen the response I get you know from people when it comes to playlists they've grown and come to really appreciate that and I've watched the progression like people really don't give a shit who I put on my playlist these days as long as the music's good so my job is just to sit and listen and hear new sounds and new music that comes out and psh, if that's my job, then I'm living a dream, to be honest. But back to the topic. I kind of went sideways there. But yeah, Jora Khosi gave us Truth Is, which, yeah, for me is definitely deserving of the response that it got. And it's basically a song just about the truth of what's going on between us now, you know? 
one of the first lines is truth is i loved you even begged you to choose me you know so you can really see where the the song is going with that direction and it's a beautiful song it's a beautiful beautiful song then we have tando who gave us the song titled weak um not to be confused with tando and jay tando and jay is also one of my favorite 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 uh singers her a favorite song from her being be okay oh that's a song where i'm not gonna lie till this day whenever i'm feeling down or i'm feeling like ugh, listen to that song and it does me the world of good it does me the world of good and i feel like she's the kind of artist where i'm just expecting a lot of good music from you know I just know that she's she's got that about her. So listen to her album called Frequency. You know, I know a lot of people have their different preferences on the album of which song is the best, but for me that's the song that grabbed my heart and I'm still, you know, really hooked on it. So yeah, so we've got Jora Hosi and Tando. Those are the two South African artists where I was like, damn, okay, the love here was so beautiful and I'm just enjoying seeing this progression. The Tando Jays, the Joda Hosis, the Tandos, the obviously Elaine, who's now extremely international. Just being able to see the progression. I mean, we already had the Langam of Russos who have been doing so well for the culture of, you know, musicians and singers. And just watching this happen and more and more artists being shown the light and actually seeing what's going on in, in our you know musical sphere i guess of south africa is dope there's artists like marcus harvey amazing artist you know obviously ami faku mandisi janjis bungeziwe mabandla ipeleng hunter rose killer g zoo i could go on for a while zoe matika sorry nati yamanda black you know these are artists i mean that have been around for you know maybe a year maybe longer but they've just been so good at giving us really good music and i have a playlist called don't sleep on us that has all of these artists so if you ever want to give them a try and actually hear what isa has you know in store for us when it comes to singers and musicians that do really well give it a listen now on to i want to say local but eh at nasty csa gave us a 20 track album titled zulu man with some power now you really can't expect any less when it comes to nasty because he been gone signed to def jam slash universal music south africa he he gone you know, he's gone. He's another one of our musicians where I'm happy to say that he international, baby. And he gave us 20 songs with some crazy, crazy features. T.I., Lil' Kid, Rodine, Harry Lennox, Teleman. Like, just a nice mixture of local and international talent. And... I think the album in itself is also reflective of the sort of transition into making a more international sound. And I don't think he's ever made a, a sound tailor-made for South Africa, but I could hear there's more focus on that international sort of sound than, you know, trying to then, let's say, fit into what's currently hot, what's currently happening. And I think that's kind of always been a theme with nasty is that when he comes into his album mode it's never really the current state of the sound or whatever it's yes it'll always have that touch but let's say for example with sma the song that literally became a sensation around the country was the opposite of what was happening in the hip-hop stage or the hip-hop scene yet it became the biggest song of his album and was huge for months on end you know and i think for me till this day there's some people who if you'd ask them what's the first song you can think of by nasty c right now top of your head and yes outside of juice bag i doubt 
anyone will say anything outside of SMA. Even though he has a song titled King with ASAP Ferg, that's the song. So that should tell you, you know, like, for me, I feel like with, with him, he has a way of doing exactly what he feels his sound needs and what he wants and what will make a holistically good project instead of 20 songs slapped together to say that he, he made an album. So that's one thing I can't help but respect from him. A few songs that I love in the album and I think people should listen to is definitely How Many Times, That's Hard, Easy, which is obviously the song that came out before the album, and the last one being Boogoo Bucks, featuring Lil' Kid and Lil' Got It. And I think um, Boogoo Bucks for me is the one song that everyone seems to be drawn towards uh, in the album. I think I fell in love with How Many Times, I don't know, there's just something about it. And That's Hard reminded me of the old sort of nasty C, you know, who just, you know, just dancing on the beat, sort of nasty. And I enjoyed that about it. So those are a few songs that you can listen to if you haven't listened to the album yet. But it's a, it's a good album. I just think people forget the kind of albums nasty drops. Me, I already had this, I don't want to say preconceived notion, but I already had the idea of what he'll probably give us as an album so i'm not really like taken aback by the sound i'm more like as per usual with nasty's music you need to give it quite a few listens you can't just run through a nasty c album once and think you're done you know you will find a song over time that you're like oh damn it's actually nice it's actually nice and i'm i'm already used to that from him so i know i'm gonna have to give it a few more spins and then i'll be like Okay, the full album actually, but for now those are the songs that I'm going home with and saying, okay, if I'm waking up tomorrow morning and I've got speakers, those are the songs that I'm playing. Then, with another local act, Champagne 69 gave us two on two. Champagne 69 comes from the Joburg area. I know they're known most around the Bram area. That's one thing I know. But yeah, they're in the JHB area. Very, very talented duo. Love both of them. I've met them a couple of years ago when they came to Cape Town to perform. I think they were performing at Jade. Uh, Sia and William. Very, very chilled niggas. Um, dope artists. I, I know I mentioned them, I think, two episodes ago in the podcast, if not the last one, where they had a song with Gemini Major called Smoke. They've appeared on Slick's uh, the the Slick's EP. Very very talented, and they part of the, I feel the collective of, just artists that are killing it, right now, and especially in that Joburg area, Joburg Pretoria area, that are all working together trying to you know build the the culture, and they really didn't disappoint you know and. With Champagne, I feel like, to put it very simply, they are fun to listen to. It's a upbeat sound. It's a, yo, let's love sort of sound. Like, for me, I I listen to their music and I'm like, okay, I, like, I want to play this when I'm around people. And I'm like, guys, here is Champagne 69. Listen to this duo. I think my favorite songs on this EP titled Two on Two is Jordan Year, Old Old Flow, Asses, do 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 doom, 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 doom. Like just that beat. I was like, okay, sharp. And Cowboy Bebop, which dropped before the tape. So dope songs, dope artists, definitely worth giving a listen. Then I'm actually gonna start calling the section, my stress of the week. No, I mean stress I or that album, just my stress of the week where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, stress out. This week's stress of the week goes to Jaden Smith, Cool Tape, Volume Three. Now, maybe I just 
want too much from him because I listened to Jason Smith, Jason, Jaden Smith, and I feel like I gave him so much love. He gave me songs like Batman, Ghost, like so many songs that I enjoyed, even like outside of the songs that everyone, Icon that everyone loves. Blue on Sire, B-L-U-E, the five songs. Uh, Fallen, Fallen Part 2. Like, it's a long list of songs, and this is the top of my head. Like, these are just songs where, if you ask me to give you a Jaden Smith, 90 songs where you can be like, yo, here's Jaden Smith, bro. I'd be so happy to play it for you. This. And he has Like, I don't understand why this happened I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know and it's not that it's bad I just feel like the target market that listens to all the songs I mentioned will struggle to find a song they enjoy on this tape if you do have a song that you enjoy please tell me so that maybe I'll give it another try I tried the song with Justin Bieber and Look, it's nice hearing Bieber's voice again. I haven't really, you know, resonated with him in a while. And I'm really trying to because after what he did on Maria, I'm drunk. Journals, like, I can't just give up on Bieber. I'm sorry. Bieber's just not an artist I can give up on. I feel like he can still give me gems. Sorry. Remember those? Man, like, I feel like he still, he still got it. So, yeah, my stress of the week definitely goes to Jaden Smith. I, I can't. I can't. Then, to round off this week, has to go to my man, Lil Wayne, who gave us no ceilings on Apple Music, Spotify, and all the other major music platforms. I'm going to actually use this as this week's Brian Knowledge. This week's Brian Knowledge. Brian Knowledge. Things that you didn't realize you need to know until I told you. Brian Knowledge. Yeah, I told you guys. I'm going to put a sound or something right before Brian Knowledge. Because it's just... You need to realize this shit is happening now. But outside of that, man, I'm fucking excited. Mixtape Wheezy. The reason why I'm using this as bright as bright knowledge for this week. This is mixtape Wheezy. Anyone who listens to hip hop for at least the last 15 or so years. 10 even last 10 years or so, you will understand the power of mixtape Wheezy. Lil Wayne would take songs that are already on fire on radio, on TV, and give you a mixtape of all of them remixed, and he would murk every song. Mixtape Wheezy was untouchable. You gotta understand that. Like, It's not a game, and that's what I'm saying. It's brand knowledge. If you don't know, put yourself on. Sorry for the weight, those mixtapes, no ceilings. And this is, this is literally gold. No ceilings is gold. Surf Swag, Kobe Bryant, the song. That's all I have featuring Tiger. You know, every, weighing on me. This is, this is gold, bro. Like, you can't, you, take some time and listen to this. That's all I ask. Take time, listen to this tape, and you'll understand why you see so many diehard little Wayne fans till this day. Where you're like, guys, Wayne, when last did he give you something nice or something of that? We like, we don't care. It's Wheezy. Wheezy gave us the remix to Upgrade You. Do you understand how good Upgrade You, Beyonce featuring Jay-Z was? And he gave us a remix, which was still fire. 
Come on. Mixtape Wheezy? Sure thing by Miguel? Remix that. Wheezy. <laughs> Mixtape Wheezy, which is actually the crux of this Brian audit. Mixtape Wheezy is the Lil Wayne that gave us Wheezy F Baby and the F is for Phenomenal. Mixtape Wheezy gave us Wheezy F Baby and the F is for Phenomenal. Are you in your chops, Mobru? What? If you're still confused at why I said that twice, check the spelling of phenomenal. Tell me if you see an F. Did we not sing along? Did we not vibe to it? Did we not consider changing the spelling of phenomenal in the dictionary? Just because Wheezy said Wheezy F baby and the F is for phenomenal. I don't think you understand the power of mixtape Wheezy. Like, realize, realize, real lies. Shout out to okay, Wasabi. And just like that marks the end of episode four. Another really fun, informative, I feel like way more informative this week more than anything. Sexual education had to happen though. Next week we'll be back with a little bit more banter, some more bullshit. And more good music. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again for listening. I'm always going to be here. Always going to be talking shit. Always going to be making you laugh when I can. But yeah. Thank you for listening to the 2 on 3 show. I'm out. <laughs>